How far is too far in vulnerability? Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. This is episode six, and I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Now, I want to take you guys into a spot of what's been going on this last week. And it's been very interesting because I'm trying to figure out how vulnerable to get on this podcast because I'm going to be really honest with you. It has been a difficult, difficult week with a lot of failures. And I started the week off with a lot of victories and I was thinking, yes, I'm going to come into this. I'm going to go get on the podcast and I'm going to just preach to you about the victories that I've had this week because I truly have had some amazing victories and the Holy Spirit's been speaking to me amazingly through this time. And I am going to share this with you, but I do want to kind of dive into what was happening afterwards because I went through a victory section, I went through a failure, and then I came back out in victory. And I'm talking to you through a place of victory victory, but it wasn't, it was last night that I was fully coming out of it and I had experienced a massive failure. So I want to kind of dive deep into this and kind of test the waters to see how vulnerable I can become through this podcast. Now, the reality is this last week, I've been pushing off doing content. I've been pushing off doing almost anything. I've had little to no motivation to do anything. And I thought it was me just having uh, a mental overload from the workload that I was putting on. But it was a lot more than that. What Holy Spirit was actually sharing with me, because this is really, this is, let me explain to you yesterday. Yesterday, I did not go into work. I called in sick. I woke up feeling absolutely terrible just completely exhausted. I woke up feeling like my stomach was weird. I woke up feeling uh, with no motivation to do anything. I I did not know what I was doing. I I felt absolutely terrible. So I ended up calling in sick. And that was a great decision because I truly needed the day. But this is how I spent my day. I barely left my bed. I watched, uh, I think, a movie or two. I played video games. And then I went to my room and I watched some porn. I went and I did that. I did it twice. I felt low as can be. I I didn't want to say a word. I didn't know what I was doing. I knew that that was a low point of the day. That was the lowest point of the week. Now, the week had been kind of leading up to that. I, I had really no motivation throughout the week. I I know I had a side business that I'm building and I'll come home and I knew I had to get some of that stuff done, but I wouldn't. I lay down and I just lay there, put on a video game, put on a show, eat crappy food that I knew I wasn't supposed to be eating. I was definitely in a low point. And one of the things that Holy Spirit was sharing with me, because he said, when you're trying to overcome uh, a porn, especially when it becomes an addiction, especially when it becomes something that like overcomes you at certain times and and you're lusting in these certain areas and you're going to these places and and it's taking you down, right? He said, one thing is, it's almost like writing uh, a process of coming down off drugs or alcohol, right? I don't know if you've ever woken up from a hangover, uh, but it's not fun. It's a really terrible experience, and there's no really way to get past it. I know there's a lot of uh, startups out there that are trying to break off the hangover and pump you up with IVs in certain areas. That's, that's somewhat common in Austin. Um, 
not the process of it, but the concept of it is pretty common out here. And, but like with drugs too, when you're coming off the drug, your whole body just feels this weird ache. Um, part of you thinks like, oh, maybe if I get more drugs, it'll fix this or it's, it's, it's this exhausting feature within you, but your brain is somewhat still going active and on and trying to think of different ways of you getting what you want. And this is what the Holy Spirit is telling me. He's saying, look, this is, it's coming off of a drug and what it's going to do is it's going to try and pull you back in. So when the desires come up, you have to turn away. It's kind of what we talked about before. You have to realize that purity is a conqueror there's a battle that needs to take place that to get you through now the battle gets easier and easier and easier with your wins and i'm not saying everything has to be a massive uh dramatic epic battle they could be really tiny ones it could be a simple battle as in just saying no and turning away or pulling on your anchors to actually get you in if you're not aware of what an anchor is go back to my previous podcast because i go in a little bit more detail now these are things that you can use, but in the moment, it can be very difficult. You have to progress and go through it. Now, here's kind of what he was sharing with me in the midst of this. Last night was, was a hard moment, and I'm going, and I'm like, you know what? I have to go on a walk. I have to go on a walk. I need, this is a place, like, when I go on walks, that's where I can actually hear him the best. Um, I hear him really great when I'm at church. I hear him really great when I'm on walks. And in nature or different areas, like those are my two areas where I hear him the best. I, like I've said in the past, I hear him at work. I hear him in my room. I hear him when I play video games, when I'm watching movies. But there's places where you can just hear him at a heightened level. And I think those tend to always be. And every area can be risen up to those places as well. But I think in one area, the most you exercise, the better it's going to be in that specific area. Now... Going on this walk, and I didn't get the comforting side of Holy Spirit. I I got the correction side of Holy Spirit. He said, "This is over. This is done. We're not going to be doing this anymore. This is going to change right now. This is not okay." And um, it's honestly what I needed in that moment. I didn't need him to come by and say, "Hey, it's going to be okay." I needed someone to kick me in the butt and tell me this is going to change now. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to fix it. And one of the things he was telling me is I was walking into a place of resistance. I was going through the same daily habits that were leading into the lustful thoughts. And he said, you have to change your daily habits if you want to actually move out of this place. He said, look at the patterns of what you're doing. One of the patterns you have going on is you go home and if you turn on the TV immediately, it ends up leading you down an area that will get you into a computer looking at naked women. Now, he said, if you could just change little aspects that you're going about, it will actually shift the way your whole day ends. So he said, for you, what you need to do, and he's speaking to me, he's saying, you need to go and write a list. You need to write out things that need to get done, and then when you do them, you need to cross them out one by one. He said, it could be very menial, very very little, it, it may not be important at all, but you need to write them down and get it done. Things simple as brush my teeth, make some dinner, take out the trash, watch a video, 
And for instance, last night, I, he's been telling me a lot lately that I didn't mean to, that I need to listen more to Bobby Connor because that man, he preaches scripture <laughs> so much. He puts so much scripture in his sermons. It's amazing. So that's one person he's actually been speaking to me a lot about is listening to more of him because he embodies the word of God very, very well. So he was telling me, see, one of the things he was telling me is that when you are making a list and you cross it off, it actually releases chemicals into your brain. Now, he was reminding me of this because I've studied this and I've learned this through uh, Brian Tracy. I believe it's in his book, Eat That Frog. He talks about what gets released in your brain when you actually complete tasks. It actually motivates you to move on to other things. It actually releases chemicals in your brain. Um, I don't know if it was endorphins or dopamine that allow you to move forward to different things. And here's what he told me. Now, I have not proven this. I have not tested this. I have not looked into the science of this. I have not. Okay. One thing I know is that when you look at porn and you lust, dopamine is released into the brain. Now, those create, I believe, pathways that get engraved, which now when your body thinks, I want to feel good, it says, this is a pathway that will lead you into that direction. So this is how I want to feel good. And it'll say, hey, do this activity and boom, you'll get pleasure. And if you look at porn enough or if you create any addiction with cigarettes or drugs, that's what actually is happening. Now, what are you saying is the chemicals that are released through the brain when you actually cross something off a list actually can undo the damage that was done to my brain that night from looking at porn. He says you release that dopamine and sometimes if you, if you do things enough, if you do enough drugs, you don't even get the pleasure anymore. They did a test with rats and they found that a rat would not uh, have sex with another rat more than multiple times it would grow bored and it wouldn't find pleasure anymore and it would need to go to a new rat it could keep going to more and more rats uh but not the same one over and over again so eventually you lose pleasure and he's saying like this is actually causing damage to your brain but the activity of crossing something off your list will actually repair that damage and i'm just like whoa this is awesome. But at the same time, I'm not getting the comfort inside from me. He's like, this is what we're going to do. You're going to go home. You're going to write down everything that you need to do tonight that needs to get finished. And then you're going to cross them off one by one. And a part of me is like, okay, I want to kind of check my phone. He's like, did you finish that task? I'm like, yeah, but I just want to kind of check this, something on my phone. Like, no, you need to complete that task right now. And I went through and I'm completing these, and I'm feeling better and better, and the Holy Spirit's walking with me, and I'm hearing him, and, I, and I'm just like, wow. I, the shame was kind of uh, washed away from me. I mean, for me, I imagine every time I, when I have to come to him for forgiveness and mercy, I like to take a shower. I, I, I imagine myself literally rinsing uh, that off me, and once it's done, it's done. Like, it's gone. To him, he, he wipes out our blemishes, right? So I like to complete what he... I, I like to match in the natural what he does in the supernatural. So that's just a process that I like to go about. I like to take a shower when I go through that and I say, okay, this is something new. I'm just going to step into who I'm created to be and walk in this direction. So... The key points from that is he was telling me I need to 
writing my tasks and then crossing them out, which I've done both last night and I've done today. And he said for me that when I get into a new environment, that I need to do it again. So for example, when I go to work, I have a new list. When I go home, I have a new list. I haven't thought about whether I'm going to do that at uh, work or not work, a church or different places, but I guess the same concept could be applied. But the main ones for me is work and home. He's making those lists. The second one is recognizing the patterns that I'm in that commonly lead me to the end game of lust and to actually change the beginning pieces to go down a different road. Those are the two main key components that he actually has spoken to me in that time of hardship where I was down on the ground feeling lower than I felt in a long time. And I kid you not, when I started going through this process, my motivation came back. I I started wanting to do the work again. I, I felt really good. And I believe personally that we shouldn't be walking around with guilt and shame when God's already forgiven us. If he's forgiven us, then we've been forgiven. If he's shown us mercy, then he's restored us to a place of honor. And we should walk accordingly and not punishing ourselves. Because the punishment was actually laid on Jesus. He took upon the punishments of the sin of the world, of the actions that I committed. So those were really kind of the failures of what had happened both last night, yesterday, and a, and a few days prior. Now, one of the victories that was really awesome, which was earlier this week, I had actually, I saw a woman at church, and at that point, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty strong. I have a lot of energy at that moment. It's a lot easier to, to anchor. And so when I saw her, it was very interesting. I was initially attracted to her physical features, to her body. That was my initial attraction that pulled my attention to her. But then I was like, wait, hold on. Let me anchor this. Let me, let me go back into that place where I remember seeing my friend as a son of God, and I pulled upon that memory, and I was able to bring it into the present moment and, and really visualize it. And then I was able to bring in my other friend that I had talked about before, so now I have these two places. And then I turned towards her, and I started looking at her again, and I began to see pieces of who she was created to be as a daughter of God. So this has been a few weeks in progress now where I've developed my anchoring to go with him and then to another friend, and then I was able to turn it towards her, and she was a distance away from me, so she wasn't actually near me at all. So I wasn't distracted by her like communicating with me or talking to me. I was able to just kind of uh, be alone and kind of just do this mentally. I didn't have anything distracting me from this. So I'd started doing that. And I really began to see her as a daughter, and I, my attraction changed from a bodily feature to actually her spiritual and personality feature, which was a huge breakthrough for me. To be able to kind of apply the anchoring, I've been doing this with men, and now to apply it to a woman and actually see victory in a place where my attraction to her isn't through her body, it isn't through lust, it's actually through who she was designed to be. So that was an amazing, amazing concept that really struck me. I am so thankful that I'm able to walk with a God 
that even through my failures, he will stay by my side and bring me to victories that I'm able to share with you. I've been here, I've been able to show you a failure and a victory. And the reality is I'm not perfect. I'm going to have a lot of failures, so I'm never worried about having content for the podcast. But the beauty of it is that the more I progress into him, the more I turn towards him, the more content I get for this to be able to share with you, and the clearer I begin to hear his voice. So I want to challenge you, if you're going through a very difficult time right now, to not turn away from God and begin to punish yourself, but to actually turn towards him, Turn into him and try and hear him more clearly than you have before so that way he can lead you back to the path that you were originally walking on. If he's not here punishing you, then we shouldn't be in a place punishing ourselves. And with that, I will see you on the next podcast.